welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Chrissy Grody, and we're doing a solo snippet today, just me today, no past guests. I feel like it's been a minute since I've done a solo episode, and I think I picked a really good week to do it alone because this past week has been a fucking shit show for me, and I literally hate everyone. You know what's going on. You probably guessed it. I'm PMSing, and this is by far the worst I've ever had it. Just when I thought I was getting better, like I was talking to Dr. Oakley about it, like, yeah, I think it's shit's evening out. No, it's not evening out. It's back with the vengeance. I'm going to acupuncture with Allie Treby this week coming up. If you haven't listened to her episode yet, go back, do it. Allie Treby, Chinese medicine and acupuncture. And I'm going to ask her to please cure this demonic PMS. Like do whatever you got to do. Stick those needles wherever you got to stick them. I can't handle this. I'll get into everything with you, you know, like throughout the episode and we'll run through the questions and we'll get to the voicemails. We have quite a few, so those should be fun. Uh, I can tell you it's not fun. A lumbar disc derangement. Yep. You heard that right. It sounds really terrifying. Um, but it's really not that bad, I guess. So, you know, this comes just a few weeks out. It's essentially a back strain from lifting heavy weight. Uh, comes a few weeks out of trying for my goal to deadlift 200. No, not 200. 300. Okay. So I think I should just probably tell you the full story. And we're just going to say that this was my favorite workout out of pure fucking irony and a big middle finger to the idea that this journey I'm on was just going to be some sweet, sugary look. I got stronger and then I went to do the thing and I picked up 300 pounds off the ground and I put it back down on the ground again and end of story. That's not how this is going to go. And I'm so weirdly at peace with it. You know, after my freak out about my knee last week on the snippet, and you know, we'll get more into that too, you would think I would really be losing my mind. But when faced with real adversity, I just fucking get down to business and I become even more focused and more committed. I double down because I take it as a personal offense. Like you want to slow me down. Okay, good luck, bitch. Who the bitch is in this situation? I don't know. Okay, so this is what happened. So Friday, I Friday is the day. Again, if you were listen to the snippet, you would know Friday is the day I train really heavy, about an inch off the ground to bring the, the floor a little bit closer to me. That makes lifting up the weight a little bit easier and just allows my body to get accustomed to the feeling of holding 265 pounds, 275 pounds, like whatever the amount is. So I was going into the, into the workout, um, feeling pretty good. I mean, I, like I'd mentioned, I've been PMSing all week, so it wasn't really fun, but like physically felt pretty good. Did the first, you know, warmed up all that, did the first set and we were doing 265 sets of three, did the first set of three and felt really good and, uh, and maybe like too good for my own good. I started the second set of three and I, I mean, I was a hundred percent like feeling confident and good and ready to get after it. And I think that that might've been part of the problem was, 
you know, it feels good the first set and you almost forget like that's a lot of weight that you're picking up. And Johnny still reminds me like, okay, stay focused that this is heavy. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I do the first rep. Great. Feels wonderful. No problem. Second rep feels good. I notice that I'm starting, I can feel myself kind of leaning forward and you want to keep your weight back, right? And, and drive through your glutes. So in my mind on that third rep, I say to myself, shift your weight back. And instead of bringing my whole core with me, I essentially lose my midline. I think I'm shifting back. Really what I'm doing is almost like arching my back, uh, stand up, totally then just like out of position. And I mean, you know, as soon as I, as soon as I stood up, it was this very, very intense. I don't know if pain is even the right word. And anyone that's listening that has, you know, strained their back before lifting something or injury, doing some kind of physical activity, I'd love to hear your experience. It's not necessarily a pain it's like the whole area just like seizes up, like tightens, locks up in my in my lower back. So I was able to stand up. I felt this thing and I go, oh, something just happened. I put the weight down and I step aside. So it was nothing so dramatic as I'm falling to the ground. You know, I, I know that that happens to people like they literally cannot move or walk. Um, when I had a muscle spasm, in my shoulder, my top, like back, I fell to the ground. Like I could not move. I could not move my neck. This, while it was very intense, my throat's a little scratchy. Hold on. I don't think it's COVID though. While <clears throat> it was pretty intense, I don't think it was, you know, as bad as it could be. So immediately Johnny like knows what happens. He's like, <clears throat> oh my gosh. He's like, I know that you strained your back. And I was like, whoa. Honestly, like, I don't even know what's going through my mind. It's just like, okay, this is where we are. It's really weird because as as anxious of a person as I am, where I'm worrying about every little thing that happens, well, you know, maybe this is it. Like, when the thing happens, (laughs) the non-existent thing that I've been jutting in my mind since the minute I open my eyes in the morning, when that thing actually does happen, I'm very calm. (laughs) I've spent a lot of time, oh, making up shit in my head that when it does happen, I I don't panic. I feel very calm. I also think this is probably a product of growing up in a chaotic, traumatic environment that when I'm in like this kind of chaos or, or trauma situation, I'm just able to like be level. So he's, he's kind of putting me through some movements. We're trying to, you know, figure out what's going on. I could not um, really move probably, you know, bend forward more than, more than a foot without it, it really locking up. And, you know, I could tell that Johnny felt so bad. The, the energy was just sucked out of the room. You know, we came from this place of... I I had a really good Monday lifting, like we're on track. I'm feeling good. That first set, I felt good. Those first two reps were good. So I think he was kind of, you know, taken aback by it. I was taken aback by it. And I think we were both trying to like keep each other, 
keep our spirits up a little bit. So we, we finished out a workout, you know, just doing some kind of upper body stuff. He had me in some core, some dead bug, but it was pretty uncomfortable. Um, and, you know, immediately when it happened, I'm like, Johnny, what do I do? Like, who do I need to call? But <laughs> what, who of the, the benefit of having a fitness wellness podcast, I'm like, I got a good Rolodex of people that can probably help me out here. What do I need to do? So he was, he was like, you know, let's see, let's just wait and see and, and rest it. Um, so I get the car after the workout and I was texting with Patrick Herringer of Finley Movement, Sarah Jenkins' husband. And we were talking about something else. And, you know, I kind of was like, hey, as an aside, I think I just, you know, sprained my back or strained my back. Do you have any tips or, or tricks? He was like, hey, are you free right now? Can you come to the gym? And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go over there and big shout out. Thank you to them for just like uh, letting me get in. He put me on the bike for a little bit. He sat me on the bike a little bit higher than I, I would normally want to sit just to kind of get my hips moving around. Um, I did the reverse hyper. He did me do some cat cows. He, he gave me some really great relief, gave me some tips uh, releasing techniques. So I was able to kind of manage the discomfort. Again, I don't want to say pain. It's not like a pain. It's, it's more of just like a tightening. I could just feel it like locking up more my hips and my discomfort area was really like really low, low, low back. So I'm icing. I had everyone shout out to everyone who DM me and had their tips, their suggestions. I think I literally tried every single thing anyone put forward. I was just, you know, trying to trying to find something to make me feel better. So I got a text from Eric that night, and uh, it was so funny. He's he texted me. And he's like, "Why have you? Why am I not on speed dial? Like, why have you not contacted me? Get in here tomorrow morning, 10 a.m." you know going through and I'm like okay I I didn't you know I have this complex too about like wanting to be the girl who cried wolf of like oh it's not that bad like I can manage it I'm it'll get better on its own no that's stupid that's the stupidest way to think these people are here as a profession to help and it means the difference of getting something looked at and figured out quickly and experience immediate relief and having a plan forward versus not knowing what's really going on with you, saying in your mind, it will get better, it will get better. And it lingers for weeks, months, whatever it is. So that's on me. So I go and I see Eric and almost immediately he looks at me, we do some movement and he's like, okay, this isn't muscular. This looks like it's a disc issue. I don't, there's no neurological damage. And I hear disc issue. And the only thing I know about disc is like a herniated disc, a disc slip. So my immediate reaction was, okay, I have to have back surgery. He's like, no, 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 that's not, that's not what this is. So turns out it's a, yeah, what do I say? Lumbar disc derangement. So I really perceived my back arching and then that was the cause of the problem. But he said it is a flexion injury. So, you know, I lose my midline and my back rounds like bending forward. And what it does, I wish I had some kind of visual, but you know, your spine is in like a, uh, um, S curve. So the lower part, right. It's curved in. And if you imagine I'm holding all this weight and it's pulled forward, the fluid in the disc can get pushed 
to the back of the disc. And so intuitively, I thought like in my own body, I want to stretch my back. I want to bend forward. I want to do a um, cat pose, like round my tailbone in, when in fact, I need to be doing the opposite. So kind of like in a cat, or I'm sorry, in a cow position. And when you like lay flat on your stomach, and if you're in, you know, sphinx or seal pose, pushing yourself up, like that is the movement I need to be doing to try to work that fluid in the disc back to the front. And Eric, if you have never been to to see Dr. Eric Nabi on the Form and Function Movement Lab, and you have any kind of pain, discomfort, reoccurring injury, phantom thing that you can't figure out, I'm telling you, you need to go see him. The way that he services his patients and interact, he he takes you along his thought process. He's like a help desk technician troubleshooting of like, okay, let's try this. Okay, no, that didn't work. Okay. And he's he's like educating you as you go. So you have a full understanding of your body. And for me, that makes me feel so much better that I that I know what the I know what's going on. I know what's going on. It gives me a plan to move forward, provides immediate immediate relief. Like he's like, okay, do this do this, round your back in this way. Do you know what that feels like? Do you see, can you hold on to that sensation? Okay, let's do 10 press-ups. Now round your back again. Do you, does it feel better? Yes, it does. So he's like, okay, well, this is what now we know. This is what you need to do. So it puts me on a plan, you know, gives me some adjustments, educates me, talks to me about, you know, what I need to be expecting moving forward the next couple of days, and gives me tests to try that if I still feel the sensation, and by now, honestly, like when I woke up on Saturday after the injury Friday, it was already feeling a lot better. I mean, still, you know, discomfort, tightness, but so much better than it was before. my. And when I walked out of Eric's office, I, I felt almost zero pain or discomfort. Again, pain's not the right word. Discomfort, tightness. Now, that kind of crept back in again, you know, once I sat on a soft cushiony car seat and, and, uh, you know, kind of got into some other movements throughout the day, but was a, a huge difference. And he gave me, so he gave me these tests to do, like I can do, well, it doesn't matter. We don't, we don't need to get into that. Anyways, gave me these tests and said, do these, do your exercises, pay attention to the things I'm telling you to pay attention to. Do these tests. If you feel the tightness, the sensation, the discomfort, you know you're not ready to lift again. When you can go through these tests, which are just movements, and you don't feel it at all, that's when you know you can lift. So that's a huge re- you know, relief that I can't – because I'm, I'm hoping I don't now have this fucking complex, right? Like when I want to pick up something heavy, I'm going to be afraid my back's going to go out, which I know is very common and I can see how that, that would happen. But I'll have the confidence to know, hey, I'm doing these, these tests for myself and I'm cool. I don't feel anything like I can probably start to lift again. And plus he's working with Johnny and they're going to, you know, talk and, and make sure I'm easing into it properly and kind of getting back into it the way that I should. 
But they're both pretty optimistic, you know, based on how I'm progressing that I should be able to get back to my training and, and reaching my goal of deadlifting 300 pretty soon. So I hope that's the case. Um, it's been a fucking roller coaster of a week. Getting Kind of getting back to the knee thing. Again, if you didn't hear about my knee thing, just go back and listen. I was so concerned, so stressed about that earlier in the week. And I had told Eric about the knee thing, which I kind of had come to the conclusion that it was a tight quad pulling on my patella. And so my knee stopped hurting. Right, I recorded that episode with Natalie Jones on a Monday. My knee stopped hurting. <clears throat> my knee stopped hurting by Wednesday. Um, I had, you know, rolled it out, massaged it, whatever. So I was like, okay, cool, that's done. But Eric said that likely something was happening, you know, in my back even before this lift that was causing a trigger point in my in my quad because then he also found a trigger point in my left glute that something was going on in this left side that knee thing was showing up as a little warning and then I loaded my back with this heavy weight and you know this was the outcome so the big lesson that I'm taking from this is that whenever I feel something that's off in my body and, and right people you're listening, you move your bodies a lot. You are in tune with your bodies. You know, when something, you know, you, you get an ache and a pain or a soreness that is whatever. And you know, when something like just feels off, I, I, I said like something is not right with my knee. And instead, I, you know, I was just like, I don't need to see anyone. It'll be fine. Or maybe this just denial that I don't want to know if something is really wrong, which that's stupid. The lesson that I learned is that anything shows up, I'm just going to go see Eric right away. And if it's nothing, then he'll tell me it's nothing. I can have peace of mind, but guarantee it's probably something. And he can help me out and we can get it, you know, working towards a better state before something serious happens, like a lumbar disc derangement. (sighs) Add that. So that was uncomfortable. The PMS has been so uncomfortable and by uncomfortable I mean the mood swings are insane I just would feel so low so down in the dumps just hopeless and then Friday bam this happens more it's just like all week I've been uncomfortable over and over and over again mentally uncomfortable physically uncomfortable I've, I, I actually had upped my food and it was giving me a lot of digestive issues, which we've since corrected, but it was just like, you know, it's tough to uh, be on a diet and and you're hungry and you want to eat and you don't. It's also very tough to eat food when you really just like don't want to eat food anymore. And especially not like highly palatable foods like pizza. Sure, I can eat pizza forever, whatever, nachos. But you're like, okay, wait, here's five ounces of potatoes every day and a half a cup of quinoa. And you're just like, God, and you're gassy and you're bloated. It's just been a week. I'm not going to apologize for the negativity because I'm keeping it real and I'm just being me. And this is what it's like to experience me this week. But 
to jump from that. I am really loving this idea of sharing delights and what's currently delighting us. So continue to call in to the voicemail with your delights. I want to hear from you, but I would like to share something new that's delighting me and it is a mindfulness app. Now, just wait because this app is different than a kind of a typical meditation app. So I've been pretty diligent about this for the last week and I'm surprised at myself, to be honest. I was kind of struggling with words there for a second, but I'm surprised with myself and I think this is the testimonial. So the app is called Shine. Now you can do a free version, but I'm doing the paid monthly version and don't quote me, but I think it's like $7 a month and I did it paid just to hold myself a little more accountable. You know, if I if I know I'm paying for it, I'll be more apt to do it. So this is an app that's much more than just uh, recorded guided meditations. It sends you a little reminder every day to complete a daily shine. And you have options. You can listen to a guided meditation, like usually five minutes long, kind of centered around a specific topic, that, you, and you set an intention for the week, and then the whole week is tailored toward that intention. So for example... My first week with the app, my intention was to cultivate more self-love. So there's like, you know, the guided meditation. And they have other suggestions of almost like mini podcasts on certain topics. So there's like a before bedtime option. So depending on what part of the day you're doing it, uh, you know, be the support you need. So there's that, that piece that is the meditation, but you also have the option to check in on your mood. And based on what mood you select from a menu, they will give you additional prompts to further help you analyze and, uh, you know, kind of figure out, okay, well, if this is the mood, what do I need to do to help support that mood? Do I need to listen to a guided meditation? Do I need to read um, an article that helps to understand maybe, you know, the, the, a concept that I'm struggling with, for example, that I'm too hard on my, I'm very highly critical of myself. Uh, do I need to listen to music? All this to say, the app is beautiful and really seamless and intuitive. And it's almost like as you're, you know, checking in with your mood, um, I- interacting with the app, it's like you're texting back and forth with a friend, And so then you can also write what you're grateful for each day. So none of it is required or none of it's like step one is this, then you do that. It's, it's totally up to you to decide for that day what you need and you kind of leave what you don't. So, you know, if you just want to do the meditation, cool. If you just want to quickly say what, check in on your mood, do that. Like it's, it's very, um, I don't want to say non-committal, but there's not a lot of, uh, responsibility, I guess. I don't know. I'm struggling with how to put it. So they track your progress. So it feels good to get that message. Like you've checked in for time this week and you're on a roll. And for me, it is sticking. It doesn't feel like a chore, almost like it's a fun thing that I get to do. Like I get to, I get to get in here and like find this new, like fun thing to play with. So I'm trying to do it even when I don't want to, but if I do skip a day, I'm like, no sweat. It's just one more. It's fine. It's not a big deal, but I am seeing it as a tool to help me further practice 
mindfulness and and being in the moment it's really great I hope I did a good I hope I did a great job explaining it but it doesn't feel like I did I'm feeling a little scatterbrained so please check out the app let me know what you think shine app this is not an ad but if you are interested in advertising your gym or your studio or your business or your services with what the fit hit me up what the fit podcast at gmail.com I'll send you some options and we can partner. Okay, let's let's get to the voicemails and let other people talk and give me a break from talking because it's feeling extra hard today. What's up, Christine? It's Ellen. I'm calling to shout out Holly. So I was just at Trader Joe's shopping with my mask on and you better believe my full-on winter coat. And Holly stopped me in the ice cream aisle and said, are you Ellen Whitney? And I was like, yes. And she said, oh, my God, I made your white chocolate peanut butter miso cookies over the holidays and just going on and on about how good they were. And she made them gluten-free, which pro tip, now I know that they taste good gluten-free. Um, so, number one, shout out to her for stopping a stranger in the grocery store because she recognized me. I mean, also shout out for recognizing me, but also having the courage to stop me. I think we talked about this after girlies night. Um but just, like, having the courage to, like, put yourself out there and make new friends with other girls at this age. Anyway, I'm calling to tell you this because she just moved to the area a little over a year ago. And she said that the podcast is what has connected her with so many people in the area. And that's how she found me and so many others. So shout out to the podcast for driving community in the city and now I really want some white chocolate peanut butter miso cookies. Anyway, talk soon. Bye. Ellen, what's up? So many shout outs here. Shout out to Holly. She's courageous and has impeccable vision to recognize Ellen with a mask on or impeccable smell. She probably smelled the puppy chow dust under your fingernails and knew it was you, Ellen. Shout out to Trader Joe's ice cream aisle. Shout out to gluten-free cookies. Shout out to all of you who listen and engage with the community you live in. This is all possible because of you. And I'm incredibly grateful. I'm going to use this opportunity, I think, for a shout out to all the Patreon members. You guys are the real deal. Literally keeping this podcast running. You help me support the Sheriff of Soundtown. You know the Sheriff does all of the editing. He makes sure the episodes sound great each and every week. He spends a lot of time on it. I could not do it without him. Editing, tech stuff, that it's it's not my strength. I really don't have the bandwidth. So I, I so appreciate all the Patreon members that make it possible that I can help support him in the work that he does for me. And so with that, I think this is a good time to talk about the reboot of the Patreon tiers. So yeah, let's just do it. Why not? I was going to wait, but I'm just going to talk. I'm just going to tell you. I'm going to give you the scoop. Okay. So Patreon, new tiers, benefits. So we're keeping the same levels. $2 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month. Now, if you're a $10 Patreon member, you will get free tickets to all live events throughout the year. And we're going to have some good ones. Once this weather breaks, I'm going to do a, a, a lot of a lot of live events. Really, really great stuff that I have that I have coming up and ideas brewing. 
So free live events plus 25% off all merch. Spring's coming up. I'm going to have some new hats, some crop tops. Obviously, you've got the beanies, hoodies, 25% off all merch. The $5 Patreon will get you 25% off tickets to live events and 25% off all merch. And then the $2 a month gets my never-ending love and gratitude. But all levels, no matter the amount, two, five, ten, all the every Patreon member gets early access to buy live to buy live tickets, which we know they sell out. So give it a thought for 2021. If you've been listening for a while and you're happy to have a companion with you on your walks or while you clean the house, maybe you found a new wellness practitioner or a gym something that you now enjoy doing, a story you heard on the podcast, throw me a nod with your cash dollars. Grab your equity and what the fit. Help the podcast reach new heights, which means more dope guests and new things to learn. You can join the Patreon via the link in the Instagram bio. And again, huge shout out to all you who are already members. Love you long time. All right, next voicemail. Hey, Chrissy, it's Katie Dittman calling. Um, I had an interesting thought the other day. Um, I was offered a new job, which is very exciting um, for me, and I I can't wait. But um, before the excitement, I had a lot of doubt in myself and my abilities. And then I I was trying to, like, piece it together as where that could be coming from. And I've been less active, less involved in the fitness, wellness community and things in general with COVID. And I thought, the two definitely have to be connected. So I guess my question is if you or your guests or listeners out there have had really exciting things happen over the past year but have maybe downplayed them in their head or doubted their abilities to do something new um, because they don't have a way to express themselves, an outlet to put stress into, because um, I'm definitely feeling that. So I'm just curious if anybody else is feeling that and if anybody has any tips on – you know, getting some boosts of serotonin, um, I will gladly take them. I hope everybody's well. Always love the podcast. Love that I can call in and use you guys as my personal sounding board. Hope everybody is having a great 2021. Katie, first of all, congratulations, girly, on the new job. That's great. I love interesting thoughts. I love the self-reflection that you're doing. I am kind of mad that you're going to make me think this hard on your question because I do want to give you a really thoughtful answer, because I think it's a very important topic, but also, as I mentioned, and as maybe relevant throughout this episode, my brain is like not working that well, but I'm going to do my absolute best just for you. Okay, so what I'm hearing is that you may be feeling like you're downplaying your own capabilities, uh, and, and you're relating that back to boredom, not being able to express yourself, not being able to maybe try new things that you typically are doing. It like in you're very active in the health and wellness scene in Cincinnati. And with that comes obviously social interaction and that comes uh, you know, physical activities. And both of those things, social interaction and moving your body, uh, can be difficult right? Like showing up to a social event where you don't know anyone or you know very few people. Hell, if you know five people there and and you're the first one that gets there and you have to walk in by yourself, 
kind of stressful, let alone the physical activity that you're doing, like trying new workouts and new gyms. It's scary. I remember when I would go to a new studio, you know, way back in the day, and I, I would get so nervous, not about so much as a social interaction part with like, obviously like where to park and like what spot do you take, but also just about the workout itself. Like, oh my God, is this going to be really hard? Like, am I going to be able to do it? All of those feelings and those experiences, what are they doing? You survive them, don't you? You get through them. Actually, you thrive through them and they help to build confidence. So like trying new things, meeting new people, putting yourself in uncomfortable situations helps you get better. Adds stress to your body, your body adapts to the stress and then you're better. You're more confident. So I think it makes total sense your self-analysis of there's not much going on. You haven't tried out a lot of new things. Maybe you haven't met any new people. Therefore, this new thing's coming up that you had to do a new job, which is definitely scary no matter how dope it is. Totally scary. Valid feeling that you have. And you haven't had the practice of trying new things and putting yourself in uncomfortable situations. So maybe it feels like it's going to be more difficult than normal. But I will tell you that you absolutely can do it. And maybe if you think back on other times that you did something really hard, that will help. But I also think my number one prescription for anything that sounds like self-doubt, girlies time. And I know that you may be limited. You know, you can't just like go sit at a bar, but a, a walk, a what the fit walk. I know you're out there. What the fit walking. Um, I think that you need to need to call up a girly. If you don't have a girly nearby, call up a girly on your walk and talk to her or him. And um, you can you can send me a text if you want to schedule a walk. I'm happy to do that. I think you just maybe need to talk about it a little bit. Maybe when you go for a walk, do a new route. Switch up your brain. So it's like doing something different. Try to think of any, you can put yourself in a new situation. I think that could help you. But also know you've got this and it's totally normal, totally valid to feel like you may not be able to do this new job because you haven't done it yet. But I am very positive that you can or else they wouldn't have hired you. Thank you for calling in with this. If anyone else has any suggestions, this is probably a very common feeling. Um, let me know. I'm just also kind of thinking I, I had a very similar situation, not really about doubting my own capabilities, but I was thinking the more the more time I spend not inserting myself in social situations, you know, like going into a party not knowing anyone or going to an event and you you are alone until your friend gets there. Like those are muscles that uh, need to be worked and strengthened, I think, continually. So it is going to be really interesting when we can go out again what that dynamic is going to be like. Is there going to be some added social anxiety? Probably. But I think that it'll be important as we work through that, that we, one, we are capable of working through that and we're probably all feeling it so we're not alone. And we weren't like this before, so we know we can get back to a spot that we were. Or if you did have social anxiety before, well, I don't know. I'm not an expert. I'm doing a solo snippet. I don't have a guest. You gotta, you just got to give me a break. Okay, let's do another voicemail. Hey, Chrissy. Hey, Natalie. I know you're not currently together right now, but sure she'll be listening. I just finished up your snippet, and I wanted to say that it brought me to light hearing what brings you both to light. I think just hearing other people get excited and 
feel good about little things resonates with yourself on what those same sorts of things or maybe different things bring you delight. And I'm out for a walk right now, kind of walking up a hill. If <laughs> you can hear me panting, that's why. Um, but the sun has been out the past two days and just having that natural light and sunshine is obviously a big game changer. So let's remember this the next time it is 24 degrees and not sunny out in Cincinnati. I also just wanted to share that this past week was kind of a crazy big week for, well, for myself, but also I'm sure for a lot of other people and that I received my first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. And I can't remember if I shared this with you yet or not personally, but when I was in the chair, I just like <laughs> had this moment of thinking about the whole past year and what that has brought and meant to so many people. And, you know, that doesn't even really scratch the surface of how it's affected people on so many levels. And it just, I said to the lady that was giving me the injection, I was like, don't mind me if I'm over here bawling. <laughs> I was like, I am fine with the needles and everything. It's just, you know, it's kind of crazy what this, you know, this shot signifies in so many different ways. And obviously it's not, it's not the end of anything by any means. It's just, you know, that next step. And so putting out there into the world, if anyone has questions, thoughts, concerns, would like more information, talking with anyone about the vaccine or hesitations or anything at all, I should say any of the vaccines, they can hit me up in a non, you know, judgmental way. There's no, there's no dumb questions, especially when it comes to this, you know, type of area of science and whatever. So anyways, that's all. Love listening this week. Can't wait for tomorrow's episode. And hopefully see you all soon. Kayla, get up that hill, girly. Did that vaccine give you any superpowers? No, but really, Kayla, thank you. I love this. Uh, Thanks for offering up your mental space to help others who may have questions about the vaccine. It's probably going to be some time before I'm able to get the vaccine. I'm not an essential worker. I'm not a frontline worker. I'm not elderly. I don't have friends in high places who can help me skip the line. Maybe I do and I don't know it. If I do have any friends that could help me skip the line for the COVID vaccine in a like not a way that's not um, hurting other people that may need to get it, <laughs> hit me up. Um, yeah, it's funny how like everything else, you just have these waves, these waves of feelings regarding certain topics. You know, so these last couple of weeks, um, I've had a really strong internal focus on me and my goals. You know, I was distraught about the capital, but I haven't been in a COVID downward spiral in a couple, like since Christmas, which is nice, I think, to recognize. Like we, it's important to pay attention to when something's not occupying our brain and that's not to say that this isn't still not a very big deal for a lot of people, but right now in my little brain, in my little corner of the world, I'm not feeling the COVID stress. That It could come back, it could flare up again soon, but for now, you know, I am appreciating that and I've got my demonic PMS to keep me company. 
Okay, wild card. We're almost wrapping up here. What's your middle name? <laughs> Bet you don't know this. My middle name is Marie. My birth name is Christelle Marie Rubio. Marie is Grandma Katie's mom's name. It's also my sister's middle name and my mom's middle name. And if this isn't the evidence you need to know that my brain's not working well today, I don't know what is. But there you go. You learned something new today. Coming up on Friday, I'm honoring a listener's request to chat with guests over 40 about the evolution of their different fitness journeys at different stages of life. So I'll be talking to a very fit woman. She's a doctor. It'll be a great conversation. So be sure to tune in. And speaking of practicing, I this is a good reminder that when you don't work a solo snippet muscle, it can weaken. Thanks for listening, guys. Love you.